This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we launch into the prophet Micah with The Lord is coming, exile is coming, woe to oppressors, do not preach, and rulers denounced. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendorse.org or on your favorite podcast provider. Open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Glory to 
the Lord comes to save us.
Revelation chapter 18. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was made bright with his glory. And he called out with a mighty voice, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place for demons, a haunt for every unclean spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable beast. For all nations have drunk the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality, and the kings of the earth have committed immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her luxurious living. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. For her sins are heaped high as heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Pay her back as she herself has paid back others, and repay her double for her deeds. Mix a double portion for her in the cup she mixed, as she glorified herself and lived in luxury. So give her a like measure of torment and mourning, since in her heart, she says, I sit as a queen, I am no widow, and mourning I shall never see. For this reason, her plagues will come in a single day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be burned up with fire. For mighty is the Lord God who has judged her. And the kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived in luxury with her will weep and wail over her when they see the smoke of her burning. They will stand far off in fear of her torment and say, Alas, alas, you great city, you mighty city Babylon, for in a single hour your judgment has come. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and redeemer. Amen. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our coming Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Before Babylon, there was Ur, Egypt, and the Hittite Empire. Only then came Babylon, Assyria, and then Babylon again. Like clockwork they fell, then Persia rose and fell. And the Greek kingdoms and the Roman Empire rose in their turn and fell. In modern times, Spain, Britain, France, and others rose, and you guessed it, and fell. And now there's Russia and China and America. Seems like the handwriting's on the wall, doesn't it? Each, as it, each and its turn grew rich and indulged in corruption, violence, and immorality and all, of all descriptions. You may be what makes you wonder if jet, it just might be that that handwriting is written on the wall for us, too. The signs of the end are everywhere. Great forest fires, earthquakes, hurricanes and floods are all over our news. 
Our society celebrates acts of unspeakable evil and cruelty. Our nation routinely kills babies in the womb, celebrates immorality, and lectures the church when it doesn't join them in praise of these things. Some religions and even church bodies with names like Christian and Lutheran oblige. After all, they played the flute, do we not dance? They played a dirge, do we not mourn? Faithful Christians are martyred, and in the West, cancel culture comes for even those who stand up for the weak and the powerless, and comes even for everyday businessmen and women. Reports of these things fill our TV, cell phones, and computer screens. It makes you just want to scream, tear open the heavens and get down here already, Lord, and do something about it. What are you waiting for? Aren't we there yet? Yet the Lord is not slow as we suppose. He is patient, not willing that any should perish. In his kairos, God does clip the power of all empires and powers. The proclamation of the angel of our text announces their fall in advance. Come out of them, he urges, echoes every, echoing every prophet to John the baptizer and the Lord Jesus. The axe is at the root of the tree, so flee from the wrath to come. Yet we should not be so quick to ask God to bring the heavens down to earth. After all, it is not only our neighbors that have sinful hearts, but us too. So do not ask for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. So what are the options? The Benedict option is tempting. After all, it has a long history. It goes back to the hermits of the early church, to the Benedictines and to the Franciscans, to the, uh, to the Cistercians and all of the monasteries of ancient uh, times, to all of those that thought that America was a utopia when it is an utopia. It is not a good place, but it is no place at all. After all, Christians pouring off into the wilderness so that they could have just a Christian community where everything would go well and swimmingly because no one would sin, soon very quickly discovered that that was not the truth. Our landscape is littered by them, by the pilgrims, by the Amish, by the shakers, who you can't even find any longer, to Saxons on the Mississippi, well, let's not go there, <laughs> to the Mormons and to communities even today. They think if they can just get together with the good people that everything will go well, but we know how that turns out. We can't form a sinless community because sin is in our hearts. And until the day that we die, it will be there. The old Adam is a good swimmer. And in some cases, like me, he's trying out for the Olympics. So, what do you do? The world and the devil in our flesh will not be content to leave us alone. 
even if you manage to shut off your telephone, to un disconnect your TV set, to move off to, oh, say, Western Iowa somewhere, they will come for you sooner or later. And if not they, then your heart, which you remember the Lord says is the source of all of these things that comes out of us. The church is called also not to retreat, to hide away, to be a, a monastery on a hill somewhere. The church is called to go to the lost, to baptize, to teach, and to care for the suffering. And you can't do that from a monastery, as all of the friars discovered. You have to go out there and care for people. <clears throat> so what can we do? What is the solution? How can you separate yourself from this age, which is passing away sooner or later, be it at the end of the, the days itself or the end of your days? It will come to an end. The medieval church, as it became the Renaissance church, advised us ad fontes, go to the font. Not a bad idea. Go to your baptism each and every day. Remember what God has done for you there. Deposit there in those waters your sin and your sinful heart and draw from it the strength that you need to go on. Because even though it doesn't look like it, the kingdom of this world is become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever. The Son of God has, in fact, torn open the heavens at his kairos to be born of a virgin. And having done so, he took the punishment of our sins, bore them to the cross, and died for the sins of the whole world once and for all. And he comes to us now in our everyday life. Every time we hear his word, receive absolution from our pastor, and take his sacrament of the altar, receiving his very own body and blood into us. You see, God is not watching us from a distance. God is not uh, going to the coast, the Holy Ghost included, the day the music died. He is here with his good gifts and spirit. With his strength and the strength that he gives us in these countless gifts, we flee to his infinite mercy, seeking his grace for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, yes, it is good to remember that fallen is Babylon the Great, because it is indeed fallen. But hold on and flee for refuge to the one who promises you, sooner than later, actually, to be in his presence forever and ever. Amen. And may we the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guard our hearts and minds in faith, Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen.
Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, because of your tender love towards us sinners, you have given us your Son, that believing in him we might have everlasting life. Continue to grant us your Holy Spirit, that we may remain steadfast in this faith to the end, and finally come to life everlasting. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Bless the Lord. The Lord Almighty bless us and direct our days and our deeds in his peace. Amen. 